0: Thank you for tuning in to Cop One Comic. I'm Brian Coppin. We're here with comic John Field. John Field, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, good. And then where can people find you do stand-up comedy on stage in New York City, and where can they find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me online. I have a YouTube channel called The John Field Show, where yeah. I go back and forth between uh, sketches and um, uh, video essays about stuff such as uh, dead cats and
0: uh, <laughs> the "Don't Fuck with Cats" thing. No, dead cats. Well, I mean, "Don't Fuck with Cats" was the documentary where the serial there was. Ended Somebody up told real, me about that. Yeah, 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 There ended up being a real killer, but he started by uh, killing cats. Yeah, and yeah. making snuff films about that. Yeah, like, so he'd get all the attention because I guess the rule in the dark web is you don't fuck with cats. Yeah, that's probably a very okay. good idea. But that's yeah. a, that's a different um, a different animal altogether than the John Field Show. Yeah, like yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not uh, showing pictures of dead cats. No, no, no. It's <laughs> an essay
1: about, like, when your cat dies, like, Aww. what is death. Uh, and, kind you gotta, of, you
0: gotta, uh, and you arrive, I mean, you're on the right side of this because you're obviously saying that you should mourn your cat for yeah. as long as ne- necessary, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, right. it's a very
1: pro-cat uh, <laughs> video and just, like, trying to look at, like what is mourning your pets and like why are pets important yeah. um, and I have another essay on uh, Josie and the Pussycats the movie oh, which cool. is um, just about gender and genre and oh. uh, I'm working on my third one right now which is about the um, LexCorp uh, tower, which is, if you ever look at the New York City skyline, it's the one with the triangle on its head. That's okay. kind of near the Empire State Building. Yeah. It nearly collapsed in the 1970s and oh um, uh, destroyed everything from uh, 53rd Street all the way up to um, Central Park.
0: And it seemed like these these videos, I mean, they, they don't have necessarily a lot in common except John Field. Yeah. And so it's just a front-facing thing. And like, how did each of those topics interest you such that you want to do a video essay, a comedic video essay?
1: I mean, this kind of goes back, this goes to the subject of what we're talking about. Yeah, I which used is foreign. I'll yeah. say it. I don't have to. <laughs> I used to, uh, work in spam for porn. So yeah. I know a little bit about internet marketing. Okay. And originally, I had a YouTube channel that was my original intent. My YouTube channel was to be a community access show. I like okay. Chris Guthrie a lot. And I yeah. kind of was thinking like, well, what can I do that? He hasn't already done that show. It doesn't really work that well on YouTube, at least for now. So okay. then I started thinking of like, well, what do I know? This sounds very cynical, but I think at least I put a lot of Merit and um, Work Work into it But <laughs> You like, want it to be seen you know? Yeah How to kind of negotiate Between like what the internet wants And yeah. what I like to do So they
0: like cats Yeah But you don't necessarily Just want to have pictures of cute cats You want to talk no. about cat mourning instead. Yeah
1: okay. the Video essays are very big on YouTube okay. Right now And it's kind of like Stuff that looks at things critically Whatever's like movie reviews oh. Or you know Just an essay about a cat and it's, then... got a,
0: it's got a comedy bent though right So yeah. even like the thing about The building collapsing It's going to have comedy in
1: there Yeah, yeah okay. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to have comedy in there. It's kind of like I use it as a way I always feel like you know stand up I kind of feel is like a lot more abstract than we give it credit to. Like I mean Louis C.K. is a horrible example to bring up nowadays but you listen to his He's a great comic though. He's a great comic. Yeah. Yeah, And if you listen to his bits um, it sounds like there's a through line in that he's connecting everything when it's really kind of arbitrary. He goes like yeah, you know, you never fuck a monkey and then that gets him to talking about his wife and it f- the transition he gives it is very superficial but okay. it feels connected. Yeah. I kind of do the same with essays where uh. I kind of have a thesis but I just use that as uh, <laughs> a hook to kind of hang off like a bunch of weird ideas I want to throw out. Oh, so, cool. So it's yeah.
0: ostensibly serious but really you're just going to tell a bunch yeah. of jokes in it.
1: Yeah, right. kind of. That Like um, my cat essay. I open it up and I have this fake thesis of like this is why cats are important and this is why Phyllis was was the greatest cat that ever lived. (laughs) She was my cat and I loved her a lot uh, and then um, I kind of used that to talk about uh, aesthetics of death like I like arty art pretentious art stuff and okay. there's these two artists that I consider have opposing points of view and I kind of stack them against each other inside oh, cool. this essay about cats okay. and then I kind of close that's it That's so funny that, that's yeah. in a
0: cat morning video Yeah, yeah, it's in wow. cat morning and I kind
1: of like it's kind of fun to kind of feel like you're going all over the place and kind of return back to the, cat the original lane. thesis and yeah. The, yeah,
0: who are the two artists?
1: Um, okay, uh, uh, Damien Hurst is a lot more famous. Do you dead know him? Sh- the shark guy. Yeah, yeah the dead shark yeah. guy. And the other one is somebody called Mike Kelly. Okay. Do you know him? No. He had a show. He died, like, within the last 10 years. And he started out his career as a seminal punk rock drummer for, oh. like, uh, Destroy All Monsters. Okay. And then while all these, like, really flashy kind of consumerist like Jeff Koons, Damien yeah. Hurst guys right. were happening, he was kind of doing the same weird art installations, but also his stuff was a lot more silly and warm but also a little dark and grotesque like um he would both do something where he has this video where he's like smearing his poop everywhere and he has this uh other thing where he made a homeless shelter for uh homeless people that was based on his own home oh cool (laughs) and then it gets weird from there because like the original premise he couldn't do it and i think he died before he had a chance to execute it but on the top floor it was going to be um it, on the top floor was a homeless shelter that looked like his own home. Okay, underneath it was a secret basement that nobody could get access to, <laughs> and it was a exact recreation of his childhood home. Okay, and that had a a, a glass uh, floor, and underneath that is a secret cabal. Yeah. Uh, dungeon where he would do, he was kind of really into uh, hippie, Satanist stuff, so okay. he would do his hippie, Satanist stuff wow. and in did, there.
0: Did he reach the heights of Damien Hurst, though? Like, why did you pit them against each other? Did you uh, actually think he was an important artist, or not really?
1: I, I, Mike Kelly is one of my favorite artists, oh, okay. uh, and Damien Hurst, I think, has a very superficial view on death, and I yeah. think it's very inwardly pointed. I'm oh, like, good. oh, no, I'm going to die one day, and <laughs> that reminder... Yeah, that's,
0: that's really deep.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm going to die one day. And, and like, um, that reminder that you see in art all through history where you see, like, the skull that reminds you. of of death,
0: yeah. You're going to die, yeah.
1: I feel like that message of you can't bring it with you, it's only worth saying you can't bring it with you to people who have a lot of things in the first place. that's a good point. So there's,
0: like, a lot of really interesting ideas and jokes in these ostensibly serious things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then... um, that will be. I, I can. I think I actually saw your YouTube channel, which is going to be the, the, which is the John Field Show. Yeah. And I saw that on Twitter. And what what's that social handle for those? Uh, Where are they going to kind of find the you John can Field sh- Show if they're not necessarily on YouTube?
1: You can search it on YouTube at the John Field Show. You can find me on Twitter at America's Comic. Oh yeah. I'm also on Bite now because I'm a. I used to love Vine. And yeah, you now you said this
0: is Vine too. It's Vine too. So, so c- comedians should get on there soon, or it's going to be taken I, over by twelve year olds. I
1: mean, yeah. I really feel like it's TikTok without a bunch of dickheads. And a bunch of teenagers Uh, and it's the beginning of a platform which is always the most fun part and maybe things will get cynical as it goes on but um, if you're a comic it's Super. If you if you're a comic and you kind of have that little notch in your head that knows how to make a media channel grow, it's a lot less pain in the butt than uh, uh, say Twitter or something like oh, that. Okay. And then, are
0: you doing like uh, with your front facing things? Are you doing a character, or is it always just you know you as John Field?
1: I think I just kind of like right now. I'm just taking like tweets that did well and kind of adapting it into mm. bites, uh, and also just it's fun thing uh, that was great about Vine and that's great about this where, you know, on YouTube a video will take me four months to make and also I think I kind of skew a little bit more maudlin and uh, 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 grave on my videos that I (laughs) do. uh, Whereas like... I have a whole side of me that I think is like really fun and just wants to enjoy stuff, and that's a great platform. That's a great mentality to have for any platform where you just have seven seconds to get your point of view yeah. out. And is I can, it only is
0: bite only seven seconds?
1: Bite is six and a half seconds. Wow. Yeah. And, and how
0: was that arbitrarily chosen?
1: Uh, I think that's what Vine was. Oh, and six and a half. Yeah. Oh. And I think it's weird. Like, I mean, I just don't like TikTok, but I think I'll watch TikTok compilations, and they go on for like thirty seconds, and that's. I'm a lifetime and there's something really cool about putting that extreme limit on you that enables you to, um, be more creative, where, like, you have to fit the joke in. It, you have to have your performance. There's small stuff in performances, not to be pretentious or anything, but, like, you have to be able, like, a silent film yeah. guy from the year 1903 to be able to express something within, like, half a second. So lim- like really limitations clear. can kind of cause the creativity. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah we, we just had Mike Calcagno on, and he does a, he does a hilarious bit where he does two-second videos. yeah so what the fuck are you going to do in two seconds? Yeah. And then you got to think really carefully about, uh, you know, where to even set this one word that I'm going to do. And, of course, the intro goes on four times as long as the video itself. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, are you bringing anything from the whole spam and porn thing? Like, is there anything in the porn genre that you're going to turn into one of these video essays or into one of these bites?
1: I do have a video essay. Like, I try to think in term when it comes to my video essays, I try to do it in packs of five mm-hmm. uh, because I just like having a limit – I don't like the idea of just being able, being compelled to just produce stuff all the time. So I like the idea of giving my audience like, okay, here's a limited thing of five. And Mm -hmm. if I want to revisit this essay project, then I'm going to give you another five essays. But in the meantime, for my channel to uh, not be locked into like one personality, which is, I think, a problem with a lot of YouTube channels is like if you do one sketch that like people like, then you have to like recreate that sketch over and over and over. And then you have a diminishing audience. If I can sell people on my personality and just say, uh, like, I'm just putting out ideas. I'm using YouTube as this, like, blank slate. Uh, And here's a couple of series that I'm doing and whatever. With that said, um, my next series of essays, I want to do one on porn and talk about. um, Yeah, I have a couple. I don't – I've been kind of sketching it out. Like, I don't even know what the tone of it is. Um, But it's just a lot of it will be about, like, uh, spam how we use language on the internet, and um, also, I think it would be, like, I like to divide my essays up into, like, it's a
0: five-paragraph essay,
1: right? Right. You remember, like, in high school? The
0: opening and the closing and the three-topical sentences.
1: And I think something I like to do with essays is you hook something in. I have, not to be aggrandizing, a weird, interesting life, and so I can hook people in with, like, the weird, superficial stuff. Like,
0: this guy used to work in porn, so... Like, uh, and is the Quaker thing true?
1: Yeah, I'm a Quaker too. Yeah, and is the two moms thing true? Yeah, and um, I'm adopted, so okay. that's what I mean by two moms. Okay. On my Twitter account, my Twitter name is John Field has two moms, it yeah. doesn't call either. I don't call either. I love both. She of had them. biological and adopted, yeah, uh, and uh, never contacted. Well, I talked to my biological dad once, it didn't go well, it's
0: <laughs> stupid. Um, and uh, it didn't yeah. go so well. Yeah. Uh, but just even the porn thing, like I'm followed by all these uh, fucking sex robots. Yeah, yeah. And so on, on Facebook, I have 5,000 friends and, you know, yeah. there's about 50 comics and the rest of them are fucking sex robots. Yeah. And I, I was like, ah, oh, there's nothing wrong with that because occasionally they'll like stuff. But they will then rope you into a group message. Yeah. And you have to go in there and ignore messages. But to do so, you have to open it. And then you'll see just the nastiest fucking porn you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. That's not porn you want to see. No. It's not like time stopper porn where there's that guy who stops time. Yeah, the yeah. Japanese, like The Japanese ones are just so yeah. interesting. It's not that. It's just some raw-ass shit. And so I guess that's the side effect of being followed by porn robots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of one of the marketing things that they're doing to get attention. And then tagging 40, 45 of their friends to see their sex videos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's all gasses up engagement. And it's they're, all these social media platforms, they have this weird balance where like... They don't – spam undermines platforms, yeah. but it also gasses up the number of yeah. engagement on a platform. True. So it makes things look busier and it yeah. has more personality even
0: if it's not real. Yeah. Um, People wanting to befriend you and then send yeah. you a message immediately. Yeah. 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 So,
1: like, there are always a lot of these uh, – they don't want y- – it's. I wouldn't say they don't want. They want spam, but also they don't want those numbers to go away. Yeah. It's, it's a weird kind of thing, which means that like Twitter would drag its feet on deleting bot accounts up until, uh, I think I would say around two thousand eighteen.
0: Body accounts.
1: Uh, uh, um. What did I say? Body accounts. What? Yeah.
0: What, what did you mean to say? A uh, bot accounts. Oh, uh, you probably yep. did say bot accounts. Yeah. yeah. Okay yeah body counts it's a twi- <laughs> body on Twitter. man I can't yeah. believe they're getting rid of the body counts yeah. or it's taking him so long and then are you ever gonna do like I almost think that you could look like if you just did the mustache yeah you could look like a like a porn guy like could you, would you ever do that as a character in a front facing com- comedy video yeah hey, I, I mean you wouldn't do any porn stuff, no. but you could just look into the camera and uh talk some porn shit
1: i i don't I can't think of any ideas off the top of my head um and usually when I make a video uh, as a reflection of like what I learned from doing porn marketing and spam marketing is uh, usually my approach is like the title comes first because that's the thing that has the most weight yeah. on the world of social media that wow. gets like shared easily and then I work my way backwards. Okay. So um, one of my videos that did really well that was a sketch called was called um, uh, it, it was um, uh, it was I discovered something perverted about the USA Network logo which is. <laughs>
0: It's so that was the title. Yeah. And, and that sucked me in because I have to see what the fuck were, you, was perverted. Yeah, you you to see yeah. what
1: it, is. And that's a clickbait <sighs> title. At least, like, people are critical of clickbait, but they don't realize that all titles are clickbait. Yeah. And to me, at least as I practice, what I feel like is uh, it's like a setup, mm. and the video itself is a punchline. It's yeah. like, here's an interesting premise as quickly communicated is like uh uh, in terms of this video it's like an everyday thing that's a usa network uh uh, logo has a perverted title and then (sighs) i'll post it on twitter or reddit and then it kind of gets shared uh a little bit easier just because most people don't watch videos; they just more people read the title than watch the yeah, video. So they'll yeah. just up click on uh, the title itself. Wow, and then they'll you share are it.
0: you are socially engineering. And so yeah. if people want to see the John Field Show, they'll go on YouTube and just just Google it, I guess, because yeah, they're yeah. owned by the same company. Yeah. Um, but also, they'll probably run across it anyway. Yeah. Because you are socially engineering your title. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: It's it's I I get I think I'm good at like taking can I cuss here oh please do yeah like chicken shit and turning it into chicken salad like I don't have a lot and I think my platform that I have right now is a little bit higher than what it should what (laughs) you could really get where like a lot of us in comedy just because this is how social media works and there's like no jobs anymore you know what I mean and there's a million people who all understandably and deservedly want to be creative and express themselves and be seen but uh, the marketplace is so flooded wow that uh i kind of know how i um last year i kind of uh, these approaches to like social media came from last year where i kind of got burned out with stand-up and so i kind of took a philosophy of cheat to win and just using all these kind of uh i would call them a little slimy marketing things or just adapting what i know about porn and uh (laughs) porn communication and um uh, uh just also when I was working spam for porn, okay. these spammers have online communities and right. they're still there. Right. So I would go to those online communities and there's this weird way of talking where if you say your strategy out loud, right. Google will see you and then they bounce out your strategy. Okay. So people have to kind of talk between the lines uh, and talk.
0: You're talking in code. Yeah. Share the good marketing ideas. Yeah. Uh, gleaned from a career in porn, John yeah. Field is coming to the John Field Show and yeah. check him out on YouTube. Yeah. Thanks, John Field. All right. No problem.
1: Yeah. Thank you.